Hey sci-fi fans, this is Michael Welch from the Twilight Films and the upcoming sci-fi series Z Nation, and you are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Well, welcome back to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm Scott Herzog. Good evening. I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. Hi, I'm M. Sierra Garcia. And, man, it's it's good to be back. It's been well over a month since we put out a live show. I know there's been some episodes in August, but uh, they were all kind of pre-recorded interviews that we had done. Uh, it's, good, it's good to be hanging out with you guys again. I feel the same way. It's been too long that we, we haven't recorded together. Yeah. It hasn't been long enough. I can't stand either of you. Yeah, that's all right. Go, 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 spe- <laughs> go, go, go spend some time with your favorite friend, the porcelain idol. Come on. <laughs> All right. Can we not bring up the fact that I'm feeling pukey today? Dude, well, I was... I was the fans I, want me to... They don't want that. I don't think they need to, that broadcast. Yeah, yeah. David Moulton wants to know in the chat room whether you should start disagreeing with everything we're saying. Sure. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Sure. Vehemently. I know how to block you, David. So... <laughs> But uh, no, you know, it, it was it was an all, August was an awful month for the podcast, not because things were going terribly for the Sci-Fi Diner, but just because I was sick. You know, you know, I think right after short leave, I left short leave early because I was sick, and then here I came back, and I, the next the next time we were supposed to record, I was sick again. It was mm-hmm. just bad. So you had strep. I had strep type you got A. Knocked and, down. Yeah, and then I got then I got a sinus <laughs> infection to boot. And uh, you weren't, uh, I don't think, I don't think you were around that recording session anyways, Em. You were like out in Cali somewhere. I was out in California, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out at Google. I know. I was, at NASA. I was very jealous of all the pictures you were posting, Em. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. I can't tell you how amazing it was to be the Google campus, the Mountain View campus. It's like freaking Narnia. That place doesn't exist. It's amazing. Wow. That's great. Maybe I have a walk through uh, the Schiffer Row if I can get there. So There you go. They make, make it all happen. Well, you know, it's great to be here with you guys, but we have got to do a review of Shore Leave. We mm-hmm. have not talked Shore Leave since we left Shore Leave. And I know that some of the fans out there have wondered, like, what, did you did you just hate the con because you didn't talk about it? or? Um, but and I know that other people have been saying, "Hey, when are you gonna put out a short leave episode?" So that's this episode here. We're gonna talk about short leave thirty six. It was we had a good time, right? We had a very good time. It was it was good seeing you all. It was good seeing uh, old friends again. Um, seeing seeing John Heather Frazier, um, seeing Dayton Ward, and um, Kevin, Kevin Dillmore. Dillmore. Um, they haven't so, been there for a while. They hadn't been there for a couple of years, and so it was. It was. It's a good time to see. Friends, you only get to see maybe once or twice a year. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Emma, surely for you this year, what was it like for you? It was jerky. You're all jerks. Everything's a jerk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Em's it in the mood. It was really neat. It was really well attended. A lot of great cosplay. A lot of great um, 
uh, a lot of great people there, a lot of great speakers. Found some new um, some new authors. Panels were excellent. Just a wonderful, wonderful showing as far as like the regular con goers. And then the guests were amazing. I mean, Eve Miles, MacGyver, those were the two I was in love with. <laughs> and it just, it was great. It was a really great list of people. They, they really knocked it out of the park. It was, it was a blast. Yeah, it was certainly a phenomenal guest list. I think probably, now I got to be honest, I sat on exactly, I, I think I listened to one guest speak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was Eve Miles. And, and, and it had, oh, bless. it had to be. <laughs> One of the best. She she was probably the best convention speaker I I've ever heard, and not because of her jokes, which were a bit body and a little bit over the top, and her stories of John Barrowman were like second to none. But uh, she had a way. She had a way yeah. of making of making the crowd feel like they're like best buds hanging with her at a pub in England. That's I mean that's seriously that's the way she brought the crowd in. Um, well, she personalized it for me when I asked to get a picture with her, and she did. Then she saw that my first name is the same as her last name, albeit spelled just a little bit differently. She says, can I can I do something here? I'm like, do whatever you want. And uh, she gets out a Sharpie and changes the spelling of my first name to reflect the, the spelling of her name, and I get a, I got a great picture with her. So Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She drew a little hard, she drew a little over hard on my name. You haven't deck. shown that to your wife yet, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> Even better, Eve was apparently when we when we had a chance to sit with her on Monday, she was well hungover as she was telling everyone. She had stayed up at um at ten forward all night dancing and hanging out with everyone. I mean, not only to be an incredibly gracious guest and to be welcoming and really provide an amazing experience for each individual that was there, she she took it the step further to hang out with them, even just hanging out, just having a good time. And the stories I was hearing was that she was amazing and lovely, and I, I expected nothing but that from her because she's just a dream. And and I, I loved hearing that. She was very accessible. Well, you know, and even uh, we, we talk about guests being very accessible. I mean, Robert Ricardo, a Friday night, you know, doing karaoke with uh, the best and the worst of them. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just having a, a grand old time there. Uh, talk about, you know, this year, I mean, I think especially those two. And I would say Michael Welch as well. Very accessible to the fans. Right. Very much uh, where the fans were. Sure. Um, uh, I thought it was with Terrell Rothery too. She was she was very fan friendly there too. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a little bit harder for Richard Dean Anderson to be as fan friendly. Not that he wasn't friendly, but I mean, the lines to see him were out the wazoo. Oh my gosh, they were. He was swamped. He was. That dude was swamped for seventy five. So they were, you know, get this. So you you spend eighty bucks to come to convention, mm-hmm. seventy five dollars for an autograph, right, and. His line was non-stop. People were like, "Yeah, shell that out." Now, granted, it did keep some people away that you may not have had that money, but it was just a. It didn't keep a lot of people away, though. <laughs> no, no, they found some way to get an autograph uh, of MacGyver. Well, mm-hmm. some folks had queued just to have a chit chat with him, you know, even just to say hello, thanks so much, or just which was neat. So I, I was pleased that that he was accepting of that that it wasn't just oh you're not here for a picture go away 
he was he was willing and able and ready to receive all of his fans, which was really great. Yeah, I, I went to his panel and you had to pay a little extra for that, but it was still fine. He he, he had a very good, very enjoyable panel also. Um, same uh, same type of humor. Uh, not the same type of humor that uh, Eve Miles did, but um, you know, um, but he 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 he's. His the way he is and the way some way Jack O'Neill was on on Stargate, very similar. That's kind of what I meant. Yes, I wasn't comparing you, you, to Miles. You, you're you're almost talking to Jack O'Neill in some ways, mm. which was if you're a Stargate fan, that's the greatest thing in the world. But he wouldn't sign duct tape or pocket knives. No, and so rolls of duct tape he wouldn't sign because they're too hard to sign. But he would sign a piece of duct tape. Yeah, and the, there's he puts his whole name on there, so there's no way he can fit it on either item. So that's um, that's what his handler had explained. <laughs> yeah, well, and it, you know it makes sense. Can you imagine trying to write in a teeny pocket knife, Richard Dean? And you just aren't going to do it, right? But and uh, not to mention they probably don't want people walking around the convention with knives. Although although there's plenty of them around, right? They do sell knives there, but you, you think at a sci-fi convention, people will be a little more self-controlled, unless they're LARPing or something. But um, right, I only okay. got to hear a few minutes of um, what was Leonard Nimoy's panel, but um, he was fantastic. I wish I w- wish could have heard all of it, but for a few minutes I did hear of it. He was, and, and they skyped him in. I mean, he, he, I think he is done doing any kind of heavy-duty traveling anymore because of right. his his health problems. But I think. I think it, with the nice thing with the modern technology, they can Skype him in, and he had some he had some really good interaction with the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you were gonna say? I think my oh my favorite thing about Leonard Nimoy is again he wasn't he could have easily just said meh you know what I'm canceling keep the you know keep the fee whatever he made a point to make sure that he was available and did Q and A's and at the last the when I went to see him. This little boy walked up and said, my name is, insert name here, and I've been a fan for my whole life, and I wanted to know. And then Leonard stops him and goes, wait a minute, your name is such, and you're how old? I I think he was 10. I'm 10 years old. You've been watching Star Trek your whole life? Oh, yes. And the kid's in a uniform, and then he stands up there, and like he was incandescent, both of them, Leonard from the Skype thing and this little kid up at the microphone, just that he paused for a moment just to have, not just to answer a question, but just to have a moment. And I, I, I it was wonderful to hear him talk. I, I only got to hear very little of him as well. And again, the interaction with the fans, just the, that, that, that kind humility of graciousness, it was wonderful. Yeah, he seemed to have fun. I mean, he was not phoning in it at all. He tried to personalize as much as possible, I thought. Mm. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I really felt that from, I think, 90% of the guests there. Mm-hmm. That same type of humility and uh, just willing to be there for the guests and really laying it out and going above and beyond, I think, the call of duty that they're asked to do when they come to a con like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I, we don't we don't know what it costs. I mean, I haven't. I'm not privy to the information. I know that actually, Sharon. We had a chat with uh, Sharon from Farpoint, right? The, and she was sharing just a little bit about what it costs to bring in these B level guests. And there's different varying fees fee structure depending on the guest. Um, 
and uh, and then you know and then they there's they're guaranteed a certain amount per autograph and there's a lot and a certain amount of autographs and they have to kind of fulfill all these contracts um, and, uh, and and so it's interesting to see how much goes into that aspect of it and I don't know what surely pays their guests but you know it's just a uh, interesting insight when you think of all the guests they bring and all the different hoops and conditions have to be put on everything and then to see them step outside the roles that they've the the minimum requirements that they have to do at the con and go above and beyond that that's just awesome oh yeah and i've seen that more yeah i've seen that more than one time at shore leave go ahead i'm sorry well as far as i understand there's there's an appearance fee and then there's a guarantee a lot of people will come because if you pay your fee to get into the into the con that allows you i think some of the guests it allowed you um uh free autograph like one free autograph per day and that's like a set fee with some artists other artists negotiated differently like with richard dean anderson um where it's i will show up i would like my fee i will be charging x y and z for a b and c and it's because it's revenue for them it's all developing revenue especially if they haven't been on a show for a while it's a great way to keep the show alive and Put money in your pocket yeah you know what and the other thing is i mean you're right they aren't working right now you haven't seen richard dean anderson do anything after stargate very minute i think some voiceover work in like some of the video games and stuff like that mm-hmm. he's done and he lends his voice in those capacities but he's not really acting per se and so this is a way for them to make an income and he and he's a fairly I mean, having two starring roles in two different shows, this two puts hit him, shows, yeah. This puts him pretty much on the map that he he's a pretty big star if you can get him to come to a con. And I'm I don't think he does a lot of cons anymore. I could be wrong about that, but I I'd heard I thought it, I heard. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I think I mean, he's been at Dragon Con a few times. That's that's a, that's a big Stargate friendly yeah. con. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which was by was was it was this weekend? Was right, this, weekend. this right. past weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Robert Cardo was fantastic. It was it was great seeing him again. Yeah, uh, we you know, Em and I had a nice uh, interview with him. Uh, he, he was another guy that was very fan friendly, and if you just want to go up to his table and just say hi and yeah. talk, just you know, he was he was he was totally down with that. You know, and I want to. I just want to say. Um, we got we were able to as a sci-fi diner you guys for the most part because i was sick at home mm-hmm. uh, were able to we were able to land interviews with everyone but of course nimoy mm-hmm. and uh and then with si- was it simon weir silas weir mitchell silas silas mitchell weir mitchell okay isn't it weir isn't the last name weir am i wrong about that silas weir mitchell there we go i guess i have it wrong silas weir mitchell thank you um you know i and i feel i felt i felt a little bit bad for silas because uh, there was miscommunication in bringing him to the con. It was not Shore Leave's fault. It was a miscommunication. And so when he came, he came with like no photograph for people to actually buy and sign. And and uh, and so he didn't have a tape. The only time he was out was when he was doing public signings for free. Mm. And so he wasn't out at his table any other times, like sell photographs and make money that way. And he just kind of did the bare minimum and then, and, you know, we ran into him. We were sitting. And were you with me when he came across into the bar Friday night? Yes. He, yeah. he didn't look. He, did. he just looked really tired. Yeah. He, he looked tired from traveling, which, you know, you can understand that, right? Um, he did not. And we talked to him the next day. He didn't remember meeting us. 
So, <laughs> um, and then then he was having a bad day on on Sunday, and it just didn't. And it's probably less to do with shore leave and more just the way things were handed outside of the control of shore leave. But he had mm. he had a pretty rough con. That's yeah, that's too bad. I mean, I don't know if. I mean, that that that'll probably put a bad taste in his mouth for shore leave and, and yeah, will he come back? Probably not. Yeah, but well, I don't know if it was shore leave or just um, it just it might have been something in the background and some other things were going on too. I'm sure. Who knows what the future will bring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, I know that from working from with the people that we got to work with on shore leave, they were great, and they're volunteers. It's this isn't their job. Yeah. Shore leave is a fan run con. It's not like a New York Comic Con or a or San Diego Comic Con or a PAX. It is fan run, right. um, and it it's a lot of work. And those guys really bust their you know what's to to get it sorted and get it all running smoothly yeah. i mean from our point of view it looked like it went off like a dream but i'm sure behind the curtain it was cuckoo well you know and, and that happens and uh we're grateful for people like I mean, we have to give a shout out to cat uh to, to mike to mike shelling that's an two, angel these these Hi. two people i want to talk about them for a minute cat literally does all the guest relations she might have some help but she does all the guest relations she lines up the guests I'm not sure if she lines them up, but she's the one that negotiates and interacts. And when we want interviews, she's the one emailing them. And we email Kat. And just to give you a little bit about how much that both Mike and Kat went to bat for us at Shore Leave um, is, is how we landed the Richard Dean Anderson interview. Hmm. Can I share that story? Oh, I think yeah, well, I think it's awesome. We're, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting I'm sitting down chatting with Mike Schilling, right? Uh, I felt and one of the things I just want to mention on the side, like Miles, you and I and M, we've gotten to know Mike over the past four years, five years doing this podcast. And he's been on the podcast four or five times. And we've met him a couple of times. But this, this surely was the first time I felt like I got a chance to sit down and hear what he was looking forward to, what he was really enjoying at Shorely. And a lot of it happened when I was waiting to meet with other people. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting to like speak with Kat. And I didn't know where Kat was. She had said, she said to me, I guess, I guess it was um, Friday night. She said, tell you what, meet me after photo ops. I'll be down at such and such a table. And then I'll introduce you to Richard Dean Anderson. Well, she never showed up. They had meetings and other stuff. And so I'm sitting down talking to Mike and he said, what are you guys doing? I said, well, I'm waiting for Kat. Well, here, I'll call Kat. So he had, he had her cell number, calls Kat and, and Kat says to him, Tell the sci-fi diner that I will meet them at the bottom of the escalator and the doors that go back into the kitchen or whatever it is. And so he takes us over there and we're waiting down there. And Kat comes down the escalator, right? And she says, I have to deal with the crisis. She walks in, deals with the crisis, comes back out and leads us over like around the corner, down the hallway to Richard Dean Anderson, past a huge line that's getting a signing. Mm-hmm. And... And leads us right, kind of right up. I mean, Richard Anderson's about three feet away, and his handler, or the person that's working with him, uh, uh, Paul Brown, it comes over and just we we get introduced, and in less than two minutes, we have an interview scheduled, and we're uh, the next day we're talking to him, right? right. <laughs> you know, and and it was just that. I mean, this is the type of person that Cat was. I mean, we've had we've good relationship with Cat, and she just went to bat for us. Yeah, she she definitely went to. Uh bend over backwards to help us out 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's great to have people like that that just are really, you know, helping people that are, I guess, local media, which I guess is kind of what we are. Mm-hmm. And they're a part of that. And, uh, and then the story continued the next day when you were waiting for Richard Dean Anderson, right? Yeah, there was a little mix-up in time. Um, but, you know, if, if we want the interview, patience is not just a virtue. It's, it's a must. So Yeah. Um, he was really kind, though. He even said, look, uh, I'm an old guy. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm late. And then and his handler had pointed out, okay, we've got things to do, so let's keep it tight. And Richard acknowledged, no, they waited. I'm going to give them some time. And so as we're setting up and we're just kind of sort of chit-chatting with him, I I know I lost my, 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 you know what, it was like, oh my God, it's MacGyver. He's like, I'm just an old guy. You know, I just do, I'm just, I am who I am. And I said, yeah, MacGyver. Said, I just, I get up, I have a cup of coffee and I have a shower. Uh-huh. As MacGyver. And then he was really sweet. And he touched my arm and he went, you're so sweet. And I <laughs> melted because I, I grew up watching this guy. And to oh, see him no. on MacGyver and then to see him on Stargate. Just a lovely dude and really gave us – I'm pretty sure he would have talked to us for hours. With He was wonderful. We, we were his first podcast. Is that – Yes. Uh, do I remember that correctly? You remember correctly. And he even asked us what a podcast was. Um, so we, you know, we were the first podcast, uh, in miles. What did you say to him? Um, something <laughs> I probably shouldn't have. Um, I said, Oh, well, I'm glad we're your first and, uh, uh open uh, I, mouth, insert foot, you know? <laughs> well, you know, he's, and he took it funny and when it was just funny and cute and adorable. And yeah. I think it was better that a girl was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, you know, I'm just, I just, um, you probably haven't washed that shirt since, right? I mean, MacGyver touched it. No, well, all right. Don't presume that I'm that crazy of a fan. It was, we know. <laughs> it, it was just a really sweet moment that is forever hard-coded into my mental TiVo. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. It was great that you guys had that sort of encounter with him. And you, you know, you figure we we're not we're not going to get that much time with him, but we got over fifteen minutes with him, and it was. It was a very good interview. I think I can't, I can't wait to believe share. he hasn't done other podcasts. I I can't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think that you know other Stargate podcasts would have like tapped him on the shoulder. Maybe they did. Maybe he turned him down. I don't know. Yeah. So I kind of feel it could have just been the special, like whatever special magic that just. I think Ket was our was our our fairy godmother there. She definitely and helped was. us out. I think it was. I I truly think it was Ket. If that guy's never been on a podcast, it's probably because they didn't have the you know a a, a fairy godmother helping them out. So, yeah. Ket is a is a superstar. Yes, she is. you know it was. I think. I mean, they made mention the fact that yes, yes, we got an email about this request. So I think. I mean, they had the emails whether they always respond to them. I and mean, one of the things that. Uh, being a podcast, we like knowing what we're getting into when we go to the con. And out of the guests that we had emailed, we only heard back from one. I think it was Terrell was the only one that going into the con that we knew that we were going to interview. Mm-hmm. Right. All the rest were kind of like, oh, yeah. in fact, we were told out flat flat out by uh, by Kat. He said, oh, you probably won't be able to talk to you, Miles, because our agent said, you know, mm-hmm. uh, her time there is limited. Well, we managed to land it with E. Miles, and she was like, Mike Schilling, and said, well, just go up and ask her. It doesn't hurt. And she goes, yeah, sure, we'll do it. Yeah. So. She was really, really sweet. And and from what I understand, she doesn't like doing interviews at cons because she wants to be able to 
to give her time to the fans who come to the con. And that and totally so makes when, sense. Totally It's makes awesome. Sense. So when we went through and I went to get my picture signed of her and I gosh, because she's really one of my favorite actresses and so funny. And I brought up, a, I said, you know, just in case, you know, if you've got a few minutes, I, I, I co-host, we co- we, we've got this great podcast. We'd love, if you had like, five minutes and she looked at me and she said oh yes oh yes no just come tomorrow so when I we swung by the next day it was Miles and myself and um, I had talked to her handler and and Miles or Miles Eve Miles (laughs) caught my eye and pointed at me and said stay right there and she pointed to my card that I'd given her and she gave me a wink and I was like oh my god Eve Miles remembered me (laughs) she she was lovely. She was absolutely lovely, and I won super super points with her because I I wanted I I called her the Wonder Woman of Wales, oh. and her response was Oh, I like that, and uh, she's just she I could I could go, gush about her. She's she's a thousand percent more than I thought she was. She's just such a genuine, sweet, fluffy person, and she was very playful. I mean, they had they had a. The... The mock-up of the TARDIS and, and a Dalek there, and and she, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, she she had you know, they, you know, she got her picture taken in the TARDIS and she mugged for the camera there and, um, she was just she just she was there to have fun she, with with everybody and she did. Uh, in fact, they had a Dalek come roll into her session. Yes, <laughs> and so she uh she kind of uh addressed the Dalek. It was she she was very uh. She, she was funny in that photo booth. They had a TARDIS. They had a, basically a TARDIS photo booth. He right. walked into TARDIS, had a photo booth, and the pictures that she was having taken of her in the photo booth were hilarious. They were. So, oh, yes. So they really wanted her to pose with the Dalek, I think, but it, it didn't happen. Hmm. At least not when I saw it. I no, not know. when you have the booth to play in. Are you kidding? Uh, yeah, absolutely. When you have the TARDIS. <laughs> let's see. Do I want to hang out with a Dalek or with the TARDIS? You, you, you tell me. So... Uh, well, so we talked a little bit about the guests. What were some other things that you guys uh, really just enjoyed about the convention here? Uh, Am alluded to it. I mean, a lot of people were in some fantastic costumes. There was this young lady as a weeping angel. Oh uh, yes, uh, well, you and I met her. I, she, you know, she, she was great. Uh, me being a fan of classic Battlestar Galactica, he had a mock-up of a of a Cylon Raider. Oh yeah, absolutely. and you get your picture taken free in it, and you know it was it was a really cool Cylon Raider. It was uh, you could sit in it, and um, it was it was the real deal. It looked like you could drive it. Like it was like I'm not sure. Like you could have gotten in there, and, like driven it somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was it, on wheels, but for transportation. Yeah, I don't right. think it was street legal. Not you can't like go, you know. It's not like the Batmobile. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, so. they pull. There's no engine. They pull it. So when they tow it around. Okay. So that 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 I asked. that was I really was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy in the uh, the the Superman metallic getup gear that he had. Do you know what I'm talking about here? I'm trying. He was to in a get a big. Oh, he was. Steel. Yeah. He was steel. Okay. Um, there's, um, oh God, somebody gave us the lowdown on that too, and now I forget. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. So Steel was his name. He looked steel, like Steel. Yeah, it, it I think like that's the, the name of the character. S T E E L E. Doesn't maybe? it? Didn't it, look, didn't it look like the Superman logo on him though? Well, yeah, but there was a yeah. after the Superman, after they had the Superman Dead was Dead series. 
they had four different Supermen, and they had this African American guy who built his own armored suit, but in honor of Superman. Okay, and that's the character that he was playing. Yes. Well, I it think was, so. Yes. It was pretty freaking awesome. I wish I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, and I didn't know that. See, I learned something new. Learned there you go. Here, uh, the cosplay was definitely awesome. There were some. There were some really nice cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Klingons were some of the Klingons, not the pair that we typically see, but there were yeah, some the, other Klingons. Around. There were other Klingons there this year, which was cool. Um, there was other people in. Um, Dressed up in Star Trek yeah. uniforms, um, the folks from Starship Farragut—they debuted their new episode at at at, uh, at shortly this and how year. How was it? That, that was it. Was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mm-hmm. can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what else? What else? Uh, you know, we got to we got to see our author friends again, which was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we mentioned. I got to meet Dayton Ward. I know. I know. You had a chance to chat with him online, and uh, I mean, on the podcast, and I get to meet him in person. I got to see his face. I know, I know. Our pal from Think Geek, Frazier, was there with his lovely wife, Heather. Oh, so that I was know. fun to hang out with them. It was great, and they were so kind of us. They brought us these awesome gifts. I know, Miles, you posted some pictures online, and, mm-hmm. and you got your uh, con bag of holding M, and that was pretty con! awesome. <laughs> bag of holding, yes, That's right. it was. It is the coolest bag. They are. I know that they're they're sold out at the moment, and they should be back in um, back in stock. I think early October. But I used it as a travel bag when I went to San Francisco. That bag is amazing. Everything just kind of fit in its own little place, and I loved it. Ever yeah. since he put he posted it on on the Facebooks, I I just kept pinging him. Is it in yet? Is it in yet? Is it in yet? And then, <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, I hugged it a lot. That is awesome. It's a great bag. And you took it back. You took it to Cali back. It was awesome. I, I am. It was great. Yeah, I I, I got a uh, Star Trek hoodie, and it was <gasps> awesome. Yeah, it was it was sweet. I got a Klingon Ductog, uh, letter opener. Yeah. And Ooh, um, very cool. And a Star Trek tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which he doesn't really wear ties, but it's going to be interesting. He. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to be okay, appropriate, and decent <laughs> on this podcast. Please do. Yeah, this this time. Oh, um, I know. So, uh, so yeah, it was great. And we got a chance to go out to eat with John and Heather. It was just, uh, I think, you know, one of the things was just reconnecting with some of the people. We had that chance to sit down with Sharon. Sharon is one of the co-con shares of Farpoint, mm-hmm. which, by mm-hmm. the way, Colin Ferguson, I know this isn't shortly, but Colin Ferguson. <laughs> so exciting! Tim Russ. <laughs> Colin, come on. Colin Ferguson's coming. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was confirmed this week. Yeah. She hinted a little bit when I saw her at um, intervention uh, a week ago. She said something awesome is coming, and I said, "How awesome?" And she said, "Awesome." Yeah. And then that popped up, and I was, "Yay!" Okay. And 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 that's not um, who's the, who's the guy that wrote the Hand of Thrawn series? Come on, Timothy Zahn. Timothy Zahn. Also, oh yeah. He's also going to be there at Firepoint. So mm-hmm. got to plug them because they are awesome. Uh, I'm glad I watched um, all of uh, Eureka last year. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. You now can ask questions that I can't. I watched some episodes of Eureka, uh, mostly with Ross. I own every episode <laughs> there is to own, and I have one of the badges for um, the the town of Eureka. For the I have a sheriff's badge that I found while I was uh, oh when this the beginning of the year when we were at Farpoint. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Awesome. Miles was with me when I found it, and I screamed with joy and bought it. <laughs> I think he was with me. Were you with me? You were with me. I think I think I were, was with you when you when you got that. Yeah. Yeah. 
exciting. That is awesome. Well, is there, is there anything else we have to plug about Shore Leave? I mean, we had a really good year at Shore Leave. It was fun The being hotel there. for next year is already sold out. That's what I'm going to plug about Shore Leave. Are you serious? I couldn't get a hotel room. Oh, my. I was really pissed. Well, <laughs> you can go. I know they're remodeling, so maybe they're holding some maybe. rooms back. But already they're booked up for next year. That's very exciting. But there's a bunch of hotels nearby, so that's awesome. Embassy Suites and... across the street gives you free breakfast, Em. Yes, I stayed at the uh, the Marriott that was just behind the Embassy Suites. Yeah. It's a nice it's a nice property. It's well, more fun to stay on property, but if you can't, there's a lot of great places, and they're not that far away. It's really a blast. Right. Well, you know, maybe we won't have the orange carpet next year. Who knows? That place. I don't think that thing, that that venue has seen uh, a makeover in at least at least fifteen years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been at least but it's a it's a good venue and i know that uh you know they it's it's a fun place to have a con and i hope they do realize that you know we're we're as fans it's just as the con isn't the only thing that's important it's the place even the wi-fi was a little bit better this year i think they're they're really now that um Wyndham owns the property. They they really want to provide an, an, an excellent space for, for the event. So I, I'm I'm pleased about that. Awesome. Awesome. So next year it's August seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah, I know. A little bit later. That's a little bit later. It's not that first weekend. So they pushed it back one. So that's awesome. Well, uh, who knows? Who knows? Well, we will plan a. We will probably be at Shore Leave again. And oh yeah, enjoying it. No, Yay. no, no guests announced yet, but it's really early to be mm-hmm. announcing guests. So. Yeah, right now the website only says the date. Right. <laughs> yeah, and some reports from Shore Leave. So. Yeah. But, well, I believe that is about it. If you get a chance to come to Shore Leave, we would love to meet with you and hang out with you. Shore Leave, thirty seven is August seventh through ninth, as M said, and it is a real awesome time. And they always bring in a nice lineup to guests. There's plenty to do between panels, guests, and workshops, um, and just hanging out in the dealer's room. Some really cool stuff. And just meeting other people who, you know, it's in the in the collective of, of nerddom, the spectrum is wide and beautiful and fun. And it's really neat to walk into a place where for 48 to 72 hours, you're just, you're among your people. You can make jokes and no one has to go, what, what, what is, what does that mean? You, you don't have to, you can, you can cosplay, you could dress up, you can dress down, you can be like a part of yourself that you love to be, but it's it's an environment where everybody is being who they are and it's so comfortable and fun and i i love a con for that it's great especially fan run cons like this yeah it's absolutely. it's really nice by the way um my wife mm-hmm. loved loved the necklace and earrings i got her <gasps> yay oh yay i'm so glad so we were at a, we found, I mean, there's so many, uh, one of the things at the dealer's room, obviously a lot of sci-fi paraphernalia, um, you know, you can get almost anything there, literally like anything. But one of the things that we were looking for, I was looking for when I went to the con was like, what can I find that's unique for my wife? And I always buy her some jewelry and M was so gracious to help me pick out this beautiful set of earrings and necklace to give to my wife. And she loved them. Oh, so. good. I, I found a pair of, um, um, Soft kitty, warm kitty 
earrings from Big Bang Theory I gave to my wife. She liked That's those. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yay. Awesome. Yay. Well, I believe that's about it. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you tuning in for this Shore Leave report and look forward to seeing you next year. Any final thoughts about Shore Leave? No, I think we covered it. Yeah, pretty well. Anything from you, Em? Uh, nope. You all should go and that's it. All right. Hey, yep, definitely. <laughs> make sure I get a hotel room. Yeah, don't take <laughs> Em's hotel room, whatever you do. So uh, she will hunt you down. And beat you with her handbag of holding. I'll just knock no. on your door at four in the morning, going, "Are you sleeping well?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll catch you later. Till next time, good night and good luck. We'll see ya. Do your dailies. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading. Flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash scifidiner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at scifidinerpodcast.com.